Welcome to Gutter Trash, episode 187, Shame. My name is Eric. And I'm Jason. How's it going? I'm doing good. Are you? Yeah. Good. How about you? I'm alright. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah? Uh, it's uh, not terribly uncomfortable in here for the first time oh. in like two weeks. Yeah, your air is working. Yes, it is. Well, even when I... I uh, I got a new air conditioner yesterday, folks, and it is fantastic. Oh, I love it. Uh, it uh, broke last week, uh, in the middle of the week, and I was uh, spent the last five days in here suffering. Uh, but even when that old air conditioner was working, it was still uh, not so great in this room mm-hmm. where we do the show. Yeah. Uh, it's not too bad in it's, here. It seems cooler than normal for, yeah. for, you know, like the last few weeks at least. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because it was like 90 today outside, mm-hmm. which is awful. Mm-hmm. Don't like the summer, folks. No. Shame! <laughs> There's no shame in not liking the summer. We're, yeah, we're not outdoorsy, folks. No, we're not. Uh, I mean, genetically, I'm probably more you know predisposed to being outdoorsy, folks. Right. Uh, but I'm also fat and lazy and asthmatic. So all of that kind of works against each other. And I, and I like riding my bike. Right. But I might get one of those stationary bikes so yeah. I can, like, stay in the air bit. conditioning. Yeah. 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 Maybe watch some movies while I'm doing it. You know what you do is you get one of those uh, uh, big uh, circular fans. Oh, oh yeah. Uh, set it right in front of you uh, well, as you're doing the stationary bike. Uh-huh. Uh, so it feels like the wind is blowing in your Ooh. face. That way you get the uh, simulation of being oh, outside. It's harder to, to ride... Into the window, so maybe I'll put it at my back. Okay. So I feel more like I'm, you know, really... Well, yeah, but I mean... I mean, you're not riding into the wind. It's, it's you know, you're... By, by just force of movement, you know, the air is going to be rushing uh, towards you. Right, right. <laughs> so, you know, I mean, put it on, like, the low setting. Okay. Yeah, I'm not saying, you know, like, gale force. Right. Yeah. <laughs> mm. I went to high school with gale force. I think he still owes me some money. <laughs> Uh, I think he's a super villain now. It sounds like he could be. <laughs> like, seriously, from the 50s, like a DC yeah. villain. <laughs> Gale Force became the wind captain. <laughs> so he's a flash road. Yeah, yeah, he sounds like it, right? Uh, yeah, he rides around with Mirror Master. And <laughs> oh, I hope Joe listens to this episode eventually, because that was just for him. <laughs> <laughs> Joe, our friend Joe likes The Flash. He does love The Flash. Mm-hmm. Uh, he and I, we host a little podcast called League Night, mm-hmm. which is uh, ending this very week. Oh, thank God. <laughs> but we started a new one oh. to, to replace it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, that's cool. What a great idea. <laughs> <laughs> the world doesn't need to be without your guys' voices. <laughs> Uh, the same could be said for everything that I am involved with. That's right. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so the, the League Night podcast was all about, uh, the Justice League. Uh, and since we're done with that, we're moving on to, uh, you know, just watching whatever TV. Uh, you know, uh, like full seasons or whatever. Okay. And, uh, so we recorded the first episode of that already. And, uh, one of the very first things I declared is that, uh, there will be minimal flash talk. Minimal flash talk. Minimal oh. flash talk. That doesn't mean that it's going away. Yes. Yeah. Because it's Joe G. It's just personality. Yeah. yeah. The flash is 
pretty much always going to come up somehow. Right. So even though we're not watching anything related whatsoever to The Flash, there'll be Flash talk. Right. Well, that's good. But just less than normal. Like a, ba- a bare minimum. Yeah, yeah. Well, it makes more sense. I mean, unless you guys are watching, of course, the Flash TV series. Right. You know. Which is probably always an option, <laughs> and I wouldn't be surprised if uh, we do that, too. So, are you guys... I mean, I don't know if you want to spoil it, but are you doing, like, just, you know, one season of a show and then another season of a different show? I don't or? know yet. Okay. Uh, we haven't entirely figured that out. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was even the, the possibility of watching more than one show at a time. Whoa. Like, like mm. just alternating weeks, okay. I guess? I don't know. Okay. I'm I'm kind of down for watching a full series of a show and then moving on. Yeah, especially since we're doing it weekly. I forget a lot of things. I absorb a lot of uh, outside stuff. I need to remain focused on. Yeah, that um, makes sense yeah, to me. Yeah, do a season and then move on. Right. Well, series. Mm-hmm. Oh, a whole series. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Wow. I guess. I don't know. Okay. This is all off-air discussion <laughs> where you shouldn't even be involved. <laughs> I'm not going to vote for a whole season. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I guess I'm not part of this. Yeah. No. You're not cool enough to be a part of it. No. That's why you're here. <laughs> at, at the Second Rate Podcast. Yes. Oh, but it's always number one in my heart. Because oh. it was the first. Yes. It's our it's our little baby boy. It is. It is uh, almost, almost 200 episodes old. Growing up so quick. It is. Uh, so, yes... Shame. Shame. Directed by Steve McQueen. Mm -hmm. But not the one you're thinking of. Yeah, not the one I... Because I, you know, I I was surprised because when the credits rolled at the end, I didn't notice the director at the beginning. Right. Um, I don't think it even said at the beginning. I can't remember. Well, that's probably why I didn't know. (laughs) But it said, a film by Steve McQueen. Right. And, like, the first thing I thought was, like, man, that guy's got to be really old. Like I had no idea that he was actually deceased. Oh yeah. Until you mentioned it. He's uh really deceased. Yeah. At least thirty years. And three deceased. decades deceased. Yeah. Well yeah, I was I was trying to do the math, I was like, man, he'd probably be like ninety or two hundred? Yeah, maybe. S- yeah. Somewhere in there. Yeah. Yeah, probably closer to ninety. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I was like, that's pretty dark for a ninety year old. <laughs> Spoiler. Hey, Clint Eastwood is almost ninety. He's still, uh, you know, kicking away and making movies. You know, yeah. Some of those are pretty dark, but then they have, you know, there's a little bit more hopefulness in his in his work, right? Uh, I don't know. I, I, I haven't watched like Grand Torino or anything. But. I haven't seen that either. Uh, but you know, some of his work is pretty dark. Yeah, can be anyway. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, yeah, this is a completely different Steve McQueen. Yeah, this is a. Uh, a uh, British gentleman, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, the the other Steve McQueen was uh, decidedly not yeah. <laughs> the star of uh, the gutter trash disappointment bullet. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that was yes. Oh, uh, bullet! Hmm. We had such high S- hopes for you. Still more exciting than this movie turned out to be. Whoa. Spoiler. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This was the most pointless movie I think we've watched ever. Really? Yes. No. There was... Goliath? That was just boring and dumb. Mm-hmm. 
This one was boring and pointless. Well, they had, you know, morals or messages they were trying to pass on. I were, mean, were they? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Did it? This one? I don't, or, or I don't think on. it worked. I don't think oh, it worked. Okay. Yeah, I don't yeah. think it worked. All right. But I think they were trying to pass on some, some messages. Yeah. Um, I don't think they were. Yeah. Oh, really? You don't? Yeah, I don't think so. I, yeah. thought, I thought it was trying to say something about, you know, the importance of family and, you know, that's, you know, that sort of connection and paying attention and to, to the, those that are in your life that might need some, you know, some sort of crutch or, you know, you know, mm-hmm. basically all the lyrics to lean on me. <laughs> right, right. But, I mean, uh, yeah, it was not good. No, not at all. Um, yeah, uh, for a movie that is mostly just about fucking, uh, I fell asleep like three times. <laughs> really? Okay. <laughs> uh, including during the giant orgy scene towards the end. Ah. Spoiler. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, honestly, I just had a hard time staying awake that entire, uh, what, what was that, 20 minutes? 30 minutes? The, that the scene? Yeah. Because uh, that's the other thing about this movie. Every scene goes on for fucking ever. Yeah, and they sort of... They sort of uh, foreshadowed it. Like, the very first thing you see is just, you know, Michael Fassbender laying in bed right. um, for, like, five minutes. Yeah. Like a still camera shot. No dialogue, no cutaways. Yep. Just in my bed for like five minutes. And I like, you know, I was like, wow, that's a really interesting way to open a movie. You know, like they have this slow build, okay, and now we're in that movie. Right. And like, I thought, I had no idea that they were going to do that like 40 other times oh, yeah. in the movie. Um, yeah, there, there are, uh, just really long scenes that ultimately don't serve any purpose. Right. Uh, and it is one scene after another. Uh, man, it's, uh, man, this movie was, uh, acclaimed, I think. Was it really? Yeah. I'd, I'd never heard of it until last week. Okay. Oh, wow. How did you hear of it? I IMDB'd Michael Fassbender. Oh, okay. Because I was like, Prometheus had, had him in there. No, no oh, I wasn't going to say anything about right. it. I was going to say, I mean, it's already ruined for me. Oh. But, but please do not ruin it further. No, I just, I just... Yes, he like, is in that movie. I was largely unfamiliar with his other work, and I was like, I'd like to see something else. X-Men now. First Class? Yeah. Uh, well. Inglorious Bastards? Not completely unfamiliar. Just right. largely right. unfamiliar. Right. <laughs> well, as far as I'm concerned, we could have watched uh, X-Men First Class twice. <laughs> yeah. And I would have been oh. so much more on board. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 Yeah, the movie's it's about Michael Fassbender, and he's a... Uh, Kind of a sex addict. Yep. And, yep, that's it. Yep, that's, yep. that's the movie. <laughs> uh, pretty much. Uh, he's got a sister who is uh, something. She's a... She's a person who is in his life. She's she's a singer, traveling singer, you know. Yeah, tour. something like that. And, and then we see her sing an entire song. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> at the slowest rate possible. Yeah, yeah. Then they, she sings "New York, New York." Yeah, um, incredibly slowly. Yeah, it, it sloth is a, style. It is a very, very uh, slow melodic version of that mm. song. Uh, it's pretty. 
Um, no. I thought she, she, uh, I don't know if she, uh, Carrie Mulligan uh, is the actress. I don't know if she was doing her own singing or if they, they dubbed someone in. But uh, either way, I did not like it. Mm-hmm. Well, you didn't like it because you don't like watching people sing. No, but on top of that, she was not a good singer. Oh, okay. <laughs> I know when people are good singers. Uh, I may not like watching them sing, right. but I can tell when they are good. Uh, whoever was singing that was also not good. On top of the fact that someone was singing on camera yeah. for thirty-seven minutes. Yeah, see, that was just that was another one of those examples where, like, for, okay, for some reason it seems like Steve McQueen really wants us to get in to the you know like to to really feel like we're there or we are that character. Right. So like, there's a at least a dozen scenes in this movie that you know the camera just stays on them while they're doing something. That you don't really need to see to progress the story. Exactly. But, it, like, maybe in his mind, he's trying to say, like, you know, he's trying to really get you to feel like you're there. Right. Uh, especially there was a scene, like, towards the end, uh, where Fassbender is uh, running home. And, uh, you know, because cause, uh, he, he feels that uh, something terrible has happened. And so he and he's on the subway and he, he runs home. And we see him jog the entire block and a half to get to his building and then wait for his elevator and then ride the elevator up to his apartment. <laughs> right. And you're in there the entire way. The entire way. way. Yep. Nothing happens. There's no dialogue. Yeah. There's nothing. And, and yeah, you know, if, if uh, you know, we were in that situation where, you know, it's like, oh my God, something terrible is happening. I have to, you know... Ride this elevator. Well, you wouldn't ride the elevator. I didn't, but, I didn't uh, the steps. <laughs> but I would ride the elevator. And I'd meet yeah, you up there. Exactly. <laughs> and yeah, it would be like, oh, come on, you know, elevator fucking move, you know, like, like there, there's something terrible it's building happening. building the tension, you know? Right. But uh, when you're just uh, watching it, uh, and, and, like, <laughs> it, I mean, Michael Fassbender is an incredibly good actor. Yeah. And, uh, oh, there's, yeah. you know, no way I can say anything about that. Uh, but at the same time, you know, he's not really being overtly hysterical or anything. He's just kind of, like, bouncing in place, just sort of like, you know, you can feel him saying, you know, come on, come on, come on, come on. Right. But, you know, it's he's, not enough to bring any extra attention to the scene. Right. It, it would have worked just as well if you saw him getting on the elevator, and then, like, you saw the doors close. Immediate cut to him getting off the elevator. Exactly. You know. And, like, rushing to the door. Right. right. Instead, it's we're watching a dude ride an elevator. <laughs> yeah. And, and since this is, like, towards the end of the film... Uh, and we've seen these these extended, unnecessarily extended shots throughout right. the film. Uh, you expect it. I was like, "Oh, great, we're gonna ride the elevator with him." I was like, yeah. oh, "Is he on the thirtieth floor? Please don't be. <laughs> Please don't be on the thirtieth floor, Fassbender." <laughs> I think he was pretty high up. Yeah. yeah. So it, I mean, it, it didn't it didn't help that you saw it coming. You're like, oh, right. you know, It's not like the tension is like, "Oh my god, they're not gonna cut." What a surprise! And right. you know, like that would have made it. Like, yeah, that's the thing. If maybe there was, like, maybe two instances of that sort of extended right. shot in the, Where in the movie. Counts. Yeah. Where it counted. It, right. it would have, uh, you know, rang a lot more, you know, right. harder or whatever, you know. Uh, yeah, because this movie is only, like, an hour and 40 minutes long, and I swear to God, it felt like two hours, two and a half. <laughs> uh, I wonder if there was, if there's, like, an edit where you can just cut all those scenes down. It would probably right. be, like, a... 35 minute movie 45 minutes yeah probably yeah, yeah. maybe maybe yeah. you know i think like the the minimal amount of time you can you can be to 
have a, a feature length movie is seventy minutes, I think. Right. So yeah, there probably is a you know a seventy. It would have been under that. that. Yeah. yeah. Well, it probably would have been under that. Maybe that's really where they had it. Well, then you slow the credits, really. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, because there's even a scene during the movie where he goes out on a date, and you see the entire date. Oh, my God, yeah. The entire date. Yeah. Uh, and, like, uh, we went out to, to grab some food, and we were just kind of talking about the movie a little bit, because neither of us have seen it, and, we were, and I was kind of looking forward to seeing it, mm-hmm. but at the same time, I was like, you yeah. I know it's going to be the kind of movie that I'm not exactly in the mood for right now. Right. Uh, so I was like, yeah, there's probably just going to be a ton of <laughs> uncomfortable silent scenes, you know, and, and there were. Oh, yeah. So many. <laughs> yeah. It's like, you know what it kind of reminded me of? Is like, if, uh, uh, if, if somebody, what's, like, what's the dude's name that made Brown Bunny? Oh, uh, Vincent Gallo. Yeah, if he would have made American Psycho. Right. Like, that's what this kind of reminds me of. Like it, a little bit, yeah. It, like, has that sort of American Psycho kind of feel to it, it a little? Yeah, it kind of does, actually. Yeah. Uh, I did actually think that a little bit during one of the, the sex scenes. Yeah. Uh, mostly, and just that uh, uh, that movie got that right, the, the orgy scene. Oh, yeah. Uh, and that it was uh, very quickly cut and, right. uh, you know... Uh, you know, served its purpose in the end. And had some Huey Lewis blasted. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Never hurts things. And some coat hangers. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, just a, uh, uh, a well-acted on, at least on Fassbender's part. Yeah. Well, I think Carrie Mulligan was very good as well. Mm-hmm. I just didn't like her singing if she was indeed singing. Uh, I thought she was okay. I, I, didn't, I mean... Yeah, I didn't think she was great, but... Yeah, I, I don't know. Uh, I think it's the role. I mean, there was just not a lot for her to be doing. Right. Because, uh, I mean, fast better. we follow through most of the movie. We're, we're in his, you know, head. We see his point of view for everything. He's pretty much in every scene. Yeah. And, uh, you know, with her, like, we're only seeing her, like, for snippets at a time. So there's not really a ton for her to do. And we don't really know who she is we're there's like hints here and there but nothing really solid uh at least not till the end you right. know and uh by that point you know i stopped giving a damn so i think she was i think she was really good in what limited capacity she had to be okay yeah i can see that yeah. and ah oh, man fassbender was amazing though yeah. like he really like uh got across the frustration and like just awkwardness of yeah, all those situations, like, because I mean, you know, he's he's a sex addict in every like, you know, aspect of his life, basically, like, yeah. not just you know actually having sex, but he's got all this porn, like he's looking at porn at work, right. he's he's just you know everywhere, like it's on his laptop, it's right, um, and he hates it. Yeah, I mean, he's very self-loathing. Yeah, uh, and uh, you know, but yeah, that's pretty much the only connection that I felt was uh, with him was the, the loathing part. Yeah. <laughs> uh, when he got all his porn together and put it in a trash bag and then threw food on top of it. Oh, you mean the action scene? Yeah, the action scene <laughs> in the movie. Uh, the quick montage. I'm really surprised we didn't see him place every... Because, like, they did cut that, you know? like Oh, they, yeah, it was very quick cuts. They didn't show him, like, riding the elevator down to throw his trash <laughs> out or anything. But... 
um, have some sort of awkward conversation in the hallway <laughs> while he's got bags of porn. Yeah, yeah, you know, like, oh, I can take that down for you, Sonny. You know, like, oh, no, no thanks, <laughs> just as off the mark. But but I did relate because I remember a time when I got rid of all my porn and I I put it all in a trash bag and I think I put some like food on top of it so yeah. nobody would like open it up and like right. go through it. Um. But, uh, alright, I know you don't have one, but, uh, if you had a laptop, mm-hmm. uh, you know, don't you think you would just, uh, clear out all the porn, uh, rather than just throw it away? <laughs> well, well, they, I mean, that makes sense, but maybe he's not a computer genius, and, like, earlier on in the movie, he got sort of, like, chastised for having a bunch on his hard drive at work. Right, sure. So maybe he was, like, not sure, like, you know, uh, like, yeah, clear out uh, his cookies and right. his cash. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, huh yeah Uh, disappointing very disappointing uh very dull yeah uh i am so glad that you feel the same way oh yeah (laughs) i was so worried that you loved this movie so much (laughs) you know i liked parts of it a lot like i like i liked the idea of the story is just it was just not executed very well and like and like those extended shots like i said maybe one or two like the jogging scene where he's like really frustrated and he goes out jogging. Right. That was one of the first ones I noticed at least other than the opening credits. Right. And I was like, wow, this is really cool. Like you really feel like, you know, okay, you know, he's escaping, he's calming down, you know, he's right. getting out of there. That that was neat that they put that really long shot in this movie. Now right. on to the uh, regular right, right. style film, you know. But no. Yeah, it was just too much. Right. Too much. Well, even uh, one of the opening scenes is uh, him riding the subway, which we see him do like seven times throughout the movie. Mm-hmm. Just... I think, like, for the actual length of whatever trip through New York he's actually taken. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. But at least the first one, like, we see him on the subway, we see him ogling this girl uh, sitting across from him, and then they, like, intercut, like, other scenes, like, you know, earlier in the day, you know, whatever he did, and then uh, they kind of broke it up a little bit. Yeah. And maybe that would have been a better way to you know, take some of those scenes. Right, yeah. right. Uh well, but then, you know, maybe the whole point of them would have been lost because they really want you to, like, there's that anticipation of, when's it going to cut? When's right, it going to cut? Right. And, like, maybe that's what they were going for. I don't know. But I think when you're sitting, when you're watching a movie and you are actually thinking to yourself, when is it going to cut? Yeah. Uh, that is not the proper way to be making a movie. <laughs> it's taking you out of it. Exactly, Yeah. yeah. Uh, like maybe if you're not quite conscious of what you're thinking, like you're just like on edge and you're like, and right. you're, you're uncomfortable. Yeah, maybe that's one thing. But when you're consciously, yeah, right, t- dissecting why you're uncomfortable and like, oh, the guy that made this movie hasn't cut yet. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah, that's a problem. Uh, yeah, you shouldn't be noticing that type of thing in a movie. Uh, you know, in a, in a properly made movie, uh, and you know, it goes the other way too. Like. Uh, I don't know if you've ever seen the movie uh, Any Given Sunday, uh, no. the Oliver Stone uh, football movie. Uh-uh. Uh, I watched that movie, and I realized at one point that every three seconds there was a cut. Ooh. That sounds jarring. <laughs> yeah, it was very jarring. And it would be like, you know, a scene of like people walking down a hallway just having a conversation. Uh-huh. Something that shouldn't be cut that much. Right. Uh, you know, every three seconds, boom. Like... Sounds like Moulin Rouge. Yeah, it was just jarring, and yeah, you know, that's not the kind of thing people should be thinking about while you're watching it. Is that for the entire film? Yes. Wow, okay. Yeah. Because I I started counting. Right. (laughs) (laughs) That may have taken you out of the film a little bit. A little bit, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) 
Hmm. Um, the thing that I noticed in this movie, which is something that, you know, you, you're just not supposed to notice. Uh, everything was generic. Uh, like all the music was like classical music or standards. Uh, yeah. And uh, like the one scene where, where Fassbender is uh, watching TV, it's like an old cartoon, so, you know, public domain. Right. So it's like, oh, they got all this because it was royalty free. Oh, wow. I didn't notice that. But yeah. Now that you pointed it out, yeah. And honestly, during the scene where he was watching the cartoon, I was paying attention only to the cartoon. <laughs> yeah. You're like, oh, is that dog going to smash that cat? <laughs> You're like, let's just watch the cartoon. Yeah. I really just yeah. wanted to see the cartoon. Because at that point, I could give a shit less about the relationship between Fastbender and Mulligan. And also, you know, everything was so telegraphed. Oh, yeah. It really was kind of heavy. Yeah. yeah. Like, and, and there was nothing like. Yeah, yeah, like, there was just no small cuts. Like, like even when, uh, I don't know, spoiler, like, I don't want to spoil it, but there, there's, a, there's a scene with the sister where uh, Fassbender notices uh, something, you know, right. with his sister, and, like, you'd think it would be, like, a quick little cut to, like, subtly let you know, like, oh, here's something I noticed. Right. But, uh, it's just, like, the camera just lingers and lingers, yeah. and it's just, yeah, I don't, I, I don't. And I don't even think that's necessarily just like a stylistic choice that we're we're not a fan of. It's just when you do it that much, right. it's just not well made, right? You know. And uh, there was another thing that I had a problem with, and I don't think that is uh, so much the the problem with the the director or the the you know just the way the movie was made, uh, but the problem that I was having was that. Every scene that, that Fashbender and uh, Carrie Mulligan had together, uh, they had a lot of chemistry, but it was not a brotherly, sisterly kind of chemistry. Right. And that added, like, this, sort of this edge of creepiness. Yeah. That probably should not have been there. Yeah, there's two scenes in particular that I... Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> the first one where they first meet, I didn't right. realize that they were brother and sister for a second. Right. And then the one later, I thought something horrible was going to happen. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> uh, then there were still actually a couple of other scenes where I thought something horrible might happen uh, but at least his pants weren't up right exactly <laughs> uh, uh, but yeah they they those two would probably uh, be uh, really good in a movie where they played lovers yeah like uh, spatting quarreling. yeah, yeah, yeah but uh, not brother and sister no, no. it's like uh, when, I, when I saw the uh, Fantastic Four movie I thought that uh, Chris Evans and Jessica Album actually, you know, worked well together. Uh, not as brother and sister, though. Oh yeah, yeah. Like they make a good yeah. on-screen romance, yeah. even though she's terrible and everything. <laughs> Jessica Alba, that is. Yeah. Dead, dead eyes. <laughs> hey, some people like that. Yeah. Well, at least she's not working now. Oh, uh, really? She's done. I don't, who oh. cares? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, worst thing about Machete. Yeah. Hopefully she's not in uh, the sequel. Or the cartoon. Are they doing a cartoon? No, they're doing no, a Black Dynamite Black cartoon. Dynamite's yeah. cartoon. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But the uh, the Machete sequel has started shooting. Mm, yeah. Nice, nice. Charlie Sheen playing the president. <laughs> That's cool. <laughs> That's gotta be cool. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, uh, so, shame on shame. <laughs> yeah, shame on you, Steve McQueen, and for stealing... <laughs> 
Steve McQueen's name on top of that. <laughs> I guess it wasn't entirely his fault. No, yeah, it's his parents' fault. He could have go. He could go by like you know S. Donald McQueen if For he sure. really, you know. Yeah. Uh, you know, I mean, like, uh, the guy who directed Moon, you know, is, uh, David Bowie's son. You know, he, he just went with his, his, uh, legal birth name rather than, you know, riding the coattails of his dad. Yeah. You know, this guy is riding the coattails of a dead guy he's not related to. <laughs> <laughs> and people are going to be sorely disappointed. Yeah. 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 Because <laughs> people out there did like Bullet. I mean, not us. Yeah. But, no. you know. <laughs> Somebody. Somebody out there. Yeah, if I had to choose, I would watch Bullet before oh, yeah. I'd watch Shame, yeah. <clears throat> All 20 minutes of the fact scene was uh, better yeah. than uh, anything yeah. that happened in at this least, movie. At least there was only one of those in that movie. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and 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 there was a result at the end. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because there are no results in this movie. No. Uh, just the long scenes leading to nothing. Uh, even the... Like the two or three things that actually happen, uh, you know, just took forever to get to, and by that point, you just didn't care. Right, exactly. <laughs> just too, too little, too late. Yep. So, yeah, not recommended. Nope. Yeah. Nope. Uh, go watch X Men First Class, uh, because, uh, Fastbender is a fantastic Magneto. Yes, he is. Yeah. So hopefully, there's a sequel to that soon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That'd be cool. Yeah. And, you know, I guess, you know, he's in Prometheus. That's all I know about it. Yeah. <laughs> he's in movies. Go see them. Not this one. <laughs> yeah. Well, this one's better left as a uh, missed classic. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Another thing that kind of distracted me throughout the whole movie is that this was uh, NC-17, which I think is the first official NC-17 movie we've ever watched for oh, the show. Oh, is it really? I didn't realize it was. Um... In most way through the movie, I was thinking, well, you know, other than Fassbender's dick, which, you know, they pretty much got out of the way in, like, the first ten minutes of the movie, <laughs> right. uh, you know, I, I couldn't figure out why this was uh, an NC-17 movie. Eh, kind of earned it towards the end of the movie. There's a lot of boobs. and There's a lot of boobs, but, you know, I mean, so does Airplane. Uh, yeah, and there was, like... there was, that was PG. There was... Right. There's one or two scenes where I'm on the fence... As to whether, whether it was pornographic, yeah, yeah, whether Fassbender was actually penetrating one right. of those ladies, yeah. I mean, I'm you sure saw those dimples all. on his ass and everything. I mean, it was, right. and he definitely like was, uh, yeah, he was into it. He was into it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like he was face first in the, uh, oh, yeah. one of those ladies. Yep. So yeah, I, <laughs> I'm not sure about that. I'm not sure. Yeah, well, you know, I wouldn't be surprised though. I mean, like if I mean that that probably, like I said, I think it earned it by the end of the movie. Right. But like the most of it, I was just like, why is this NC-17? It's like this is a hard R at best. You know? Right. Like cut out Fassbender's dick, and you almost have PG-13. <laughs> yeah. You're gonna, you're gonna have to get a pretty big pair of scissors though. Oh yeah, to cut that shit out. <laughs> wow. Like uh, pruning shears. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, talk about a, talk about extended scenes. <laughs> Hello, he's <laughs> got a big cock. Is what we're saying? Yes, yeah. yes, it does. <laughs> and it is uh, on showcase. Yeah, uh, can you imagine? Huh? You imagine seeing that in the theater, like an IMAX. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I didn't see the Watchmen on the screen, so oh, yeah. Yeah, the same. Yeah. Uh, I mean, if I was Fastbender, I'd probably, I'd probably take. Take my friends to see the IMAX version of this when it came out. <laughs> 3D. Yeah. <laughs> Why not? You gotta go, gotta go all out. 
Uh, all right, you want to take a break? Sure. All righty. of shame <laughs> no oh i didn't know that we were going to do that or yeah. we would have slowed it down another <laughs> 20 knots uh so how you doing i'm good yeah i'm good yeah uh-huh. that's good uh-huh. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. You, uh, you up to anything interesting yeah you doing anything interesting uh mm-hmm. i think uh i think uh since the last time we talked to you you've started a, a new job oh yeah sort yeah. of yeah, I, I'm officially. I haven't got my first paycheck yet, but uh, or my name tag, but they're in the works. Nice, nice. Yeah. Do you have to wear a uniform or anything? Uh, I do have to wear pants because, like, I've got some tattoos on on my arms, but they're most for the most part pretty small. Right. Um, but I got a large one on my leg, and they said to just cover that one up. Right. But, but it's art. You, you work see? at a, an art place. You know, and that's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> like. 
half the people there, I mean, there's other guys, like clients that have tattoos that show up and then I don't, yeah, I don't think my job is something that would require me to cover tattoos, but you know, whatever. Hey, you've now entered the workforce. You got to do what they say. That's right. Uh, Working for the man. Yeah. You're now getting a physical, actual paycheck. That's right. Which is what, your second one ever? You know, I'm actually not getting one. I was so excited. Like, uh, like whenever I filled out the paperwork, there was something that said, you know, if you want direct deposit, fill out this information. Yeah. And I was like, no, I want a paycheck. Right. So I like just skipped that page and then, and then, like I turned all the paperwork in and then like the next time I was there, they're like, oh, by the way, you didn't fill out the direct deposit page. And I was like, oh, well, you know, I, I just was going to just get the paychecks. They're like, oh, no, we don't, we don't actually issue paychecks. So if you want paid, you have to do the direct deposit thing. Yeah. And I was like, Drat. That is pretty much the way everything is going. Everything is going paperless. Yeah. Uh, at my job, I think for like the first year and a half, uh, maybe even longer, um, I was getting a physical paycheck, uh, but they didn't actually do physical paychecks, uh, like because everybody else did direct deposit, so they had to uh, like mail one to me just you just, just you? to me wow. so like i would get it like i would get paid like four days later than everybody else uh and then i finally got my finances in order and then you know was able to start getting direct deposits without having it immediately sucked away from me <laughs> right <Yeah>. uh, <laughs> so then i switched to that and then uh they stopped issuing because they would give you like uh, paper stubs you know just so you, right. you could have it for your records uh, they stopped doing that, so it's all digital now. Wow, it's all it's all going digital. It's all ball bearings these days. Yep. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, it's it's cool. I really dig it. That's good. Um, so yeah, that's that's new and exciting. Um, other than that, uh, I went to Comfest today. What the hell is that? Uh, community fest in oh, Columbus. sounds like a bunch of bullshit. It sounds uh, like a bunch of hippy dippy bullshit. It is. It is at that. Um, it's it's like one of these festivals that's you know it's like a street fest that's in a park and it's there's no. Why is it a street fest if it's in a park? It should be a park fest. Well, see, they don't. Well, there's streets that go throughout the park. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, but uh, are there any vendors on the street? Ooh, yeah, yeah, there are. Are. yeah, yeah, there. Are. Then fine. Yeah. I didn't retract my argument. <laughs> You can't argue with hippie logic. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's kind of cool. I mean, there's no sponsorship, so it's not like, you know, it's not like, you know, uh, Chase Bank presents Comfest or something. I mean, it's just like anybody that wants to like pitch in and like be a part of it can. And so um, there's no like, there's no. Do you go to a lot of corporate sponsored festivals? No, I don't go to those those corporate sponsors. Because I don't think they exist. <laughs> oh, I yeah. think you just made that bullshit up. No, that's... I'm sure, like, even Bonnaroo and all that stuff has, like... I'm not talking about that. Yeah. I'm talking about, like, you know, Popcorn Festival and oh, the no. Festival. Oh, no, not that. I mean, like, they have, Those like, are festivals to me. Well, well this one has, like... The, the, uh, the, the, the thing that's at the church this weekend <laughs> the, that's near my house. The uh, bingo and water yeah, slide thing. Yeah, you know, that's... It's not Pepsi presents that thing. It's you know that church. Well, I'm talking about the ones that have like touring bands. Oh and yeah, fuck those. I don't care about those. We're not talking well, about those. Well, no, this one had touring bands. Well, I don't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's the same thing. No, it's not. It's the same thing. But this one's all okay. Hippie-ish. What band would I recognize? 
Oh, man. I see. I don't recognize any of them. See, there you go. Because uh, not a real thing. I'm, I'm not. I'm not down with all the <laughs> down with the sickness or whatever you could say. Um, <laughs> but but uh, there was a bunch of music, and some of it was pretty good. But then yeah. there was this. All those other festivals I was talking about have music too. Well, this one had usually a guy. people with accordions. <laughs> you're, th- you're talking about a weird Al concert. No, <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> Um, this one had a, an old hippie who spoke of course. at the, uh, at Woodstock 94. And he, he mentioned, he happened to mention that while he was behind the microphone. Of course he would. <laughs> um, but it was interesting. And he kind of spouted <clears throat> off his, his, you know, leftist politics for a minute. And then some other band came on. <laughs> um, it sounds awful so far. Well, don't forget that it was also like upwards of 90 degrees today. Sounds even more awful. Um, no, it, it was okay. Was there any gelato? Um, I did see ice cream tents. Uh, okay, yeah, you're yeah. leaning back towards my direction. Yeah, now. but I, I didn't. The it only was it hippie ice cream. It probably was. It was like <laughs> patchouli flavored uh, <laughs> soft serve. <laughs> yeah, uh, you know, it's not really my bag. I will say that, but. My girlfriend loves it, so I go there with her. And, like, I enjoy it because of her company. So you're pussy whipped. I am pussy whipped. Um, <laughs> no, but, well, like, the main reason for uh, single dudes to go is it's completely fine for ladies to go topless. In fact, they do, like, uh, boob paintings there, you know, like, you know, they paint your boobs. Um, Can I just say, mm-hmm. you know, I'm, uh-huh. a, I'm a single dude. Mm-hmm. I like ladies. Oh, yeah. I like boobs. Mm-hmm. I don't want to see them in public. Really? No, not no. in public. Yeah. I don't. Uh, I don't want to see anybody's body parts in public. Really? Yeah. No, nope, not even the boobs. Not even the boobs. Wow. Yeah. Uh, some cleavage is nice. I like oh. a little mystery. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, some of these have paint over the uh, areola. That doesn't count. Okay. Yeah, that's uh, that's still too revealing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I will agree with you today <laughs> because um, you know last year I think we saw a bunch of topless hippie ladies. This year we saw three. Also, I don't want to see any hippie ladies. Well, you know, sometimes it's easy on the eyes. Today, not so much. Yeah, it was like, uh, I mean, it was kind of like uh, the the door, the uh, Goldilocks and the Three Bears uh-huh. because, like, the first one was like, well, that one's way too old, and then like the next one looked like she had to be like thirteen, fourteen. Mm. Awkward. Yeah. Just terrible. Uh-huh. And then the third one was almost just like as awkward as Michael Fassbender almost raping <laughs> Carrie Mulligan. <laughs> yeah, it was in that in that category. And then the other one was uh, just some kind of weird lady who we couldn't tell if she had actually had boob painting done or if she had marijuana leaves tattooed on her breasts. Uh, it was it probably was, the, the yeah. latter. Yeah. Well, she was with a dude that you know looked like he just got out of a Eminem impersonation contest. And I was like, ooh, this is <laughs> uncomfortable. <laughs> but we did meet up with Kathleen's cousin and her husband, and uh, they're cool. Like, we went to their wedding a couple of years ago, and mm-hmm. I actually... You guys like, couldn't just meet at, like, a restaurant somewhere? I would have probably preferred that. Maybe go uh, to Cosi. Yeah. I'm sure there's some museums in Columbus, We, right? we actually, yeah, yeah like, uh, about a year ago, we did all... Or meet in a museum. There you go. That was that was much more pleasant. It's inside, I'm sure. Air conditioning. Air conditioning. No hippies. 
Uh, yeah, the hippies don't go in the museums. They like the art, but they like it in the streets. Yeah, well, because they're terrible, terrible people. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I am one-eighth hippie. I know. On my mother's side. Oh, that's fine. Yeah. I am totally discriminating against you two. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you mean Bono and the Edge? Yeah. You don't like them? Yeah. Um, no, it was okay. It was okay. It was a two out of ten yeah. as far as the experience, but... Like I said, Every like cousins come down here to yeah. meet you. Why do you have to go up there all well, the time? They they made plans for like sometime in the next few months we'll, we'll come down here and come down there and you go. And I was like, that sounds much better. There you go. There's a museum here. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's restaurants. You know, uh, maybe tell them to meet you in the fall and uh, do something outdoorsy oh, when it's uh, like 60, 70 degrees out. Well, you know, Kathleen is much like me and you. She doesn't really like the hot weather. Because yeah. um, it's awful. Yeah. yeah. But at the same time... People die in hot weather. Yeah, it yeah. happens. Yeah. Uh, but she said this is the one time of year she endures it, so I, I'll do it with her. I mean, it's not like we do it multiple times a year. Right. It's just the one time, right. so... Well, then, if I were you, I would start a petition, mm-hmm. uh, start a campaign. Uh, okay, either start a petition slash campaign, uh, begging the organizers of this uh, bullshit hippie fest uh-huh. to move it to a more, you know, temperate time of year. Yeah. Or. Like March. Or, yeah, like March, yeah. Uh, you know, why don't you uh, start your own here in Dayton? Ooh. Uh, you know, in like, you know, March or September. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe, maybe early October. Even, even early April's fine. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, put on your own, uh, hippie bullshit fest. Wow, yeah. That'd be awesome. Yeah. There's, I'm sure, some park in Dayton that doesn't have, uh, meth heads living in it. Oh, uh, well, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe for like one weekend, we can like lure them out. You know, like just you know, right. throw a bunch of syringes into the Miami River or something. Right. Yeah. Uh, but you know, I mean, uh, if you promise not to do it in Yellow Springs, even I would go. Really? Yeah. Even if there's topless women. Yeah. Wow. As long as I don't have to go to Yellow Springs. Okay. We're all good. Wow. You would uh, attend a slightly hippieish event. Yeah. As long as it's not in hippie town. Okay. As long as there's a home base oh. clearly established within the urban area of Dayton. You actually may have appreciated this. There was a... Probably not. Like a... I don't know if it was... I forget what what booth it was. Like Kathleen... Said the Duncan booth? It. No. No. Was it the booth where you get to like uh, throw darts at balloons? No. I like that game. <laughs> they didn't have one of those. Did you win yourself like a little uh, NXS mirror thing? Like oh. a pocket mirror? Oh, well, that would be awesome. <laughs> With, like, the uh, suicide blonde yeah. chick on it or something. <laughs> nah, I wish. Man, that would have been awesome. <laughs> I did use a porta potty trough. Ooh. And there was a dude in there. Like, because you, you walk in. Well, in, in the same little okay. room. And you walk in, and, you know, and there's just, like, this little trough. And there's this dude in there peeing. Right. And he had a broken arm and a sling. And he had a beer in his other hand. Like a, just like a, a plastic cup, not like a bottle. Right, in. Right, yeah. And I started, you know, urinating next to this gentleman. And. And he was like, man, it's too bad. Everything's slanted in here. And I was like, what? And uh, he was like, I just want a place to sip my beer while I pee. And I was like, well, good luck. Yeah. I mean, okay. Uh, I've never had, like, a broken arm that needed to be in a sling. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, I've had a broken wrist. Uh, uh, can't he still hold the cup in that? I mean, his his hand is now in a perfect <laughs> through grip. All right. And in fact, the fact that it's in a sling, it should actually make it easier. Tell him, because yeah. 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 Huh. Well, 
Yeah, he didn't. He didn't seem to be making those kind of connections. <laughs> like, first of all, I wouldn't bring a uh, a beer into a, beer a into a porta potty. Yeah, a, a a place where you're pissing in a trough with other gentlemen. Right. I don't want an open container in my hand. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so that there was that. Right. But no, the, the booth that you would have probably liked was some sort of like they had a box of dollar comics. Okay. And there was a dude dressed like Superman. And there was a who gets this? <laughs> well, there was a really busty lady dressed like Wonder Woman. Still against it. You're against that. Yep. Really. Mm-hmm. Really. Yep. A busty Wonder Woman. Yeah, I do not like cosplay. Oh. Well, she was selling stuff. She wasn't just no, there. I don't to, care. Okay. Anybody dressed up as a comic book character needs to go throw themselves into traffic. I'm dressed up like the main star of Veggie Dog Saturn right now. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh. But yeah, we didn't buy anything. Uh, Should have looked. Maybe, uh, maybe you would have found uh, a gem in there. No, I mean it was like, no. <laughs> Rob Liefeld comics. I had to be Rob Liefeld comics in there, right? Probably none that I need. <laughs> I've got a very short list. <laughs> oh, I didn't tell you. This is exciting. We were digging through like boxes at Mavericks, and we found this little like little white box that, you know, maybe contained like 500 Marvel cards from the 90s. Okay. And I was flipping through it to see what, what was in there. And uh, and there was like the small stash of Youngblood trading cards, like That's the ones that I've got. Yeah. But amongst... Ooh, hold on. How many have you opened? I've only opened three of the ten packs. Okay. Yeah. So so you've had three bad days. I've had three bad days. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> today. Well, no, well, no, I opened... I'm, I'm, I said I'm going to open one the day I get it. Okay. And so I was two super... Bad two bad days. All right. Yeah, uh, like uh, you know, how how bad were those days? Uh, one of them was just I was super stressed out and like not getting things done that I wanted to get done. Right. And the other one I was just kind of bummed. Okay. Yeah. Right. So nothing terrible. And, and did that make you feel better to open those? Oh yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think. Yeah, I don't think anything has made made me cheer cheer up. As quickly in the last <laughs> several months as opening up a pack of young blood cards, I honestly don't. Nice. It, it's, I mean, because there's something about opening a pack of cards that's right. exciting anyway. Right. And then, like, on top of that, it's like, it's like all this life <laughs> art and, like, these little quotes that are amazing on each one. Like, the quotes are as good as the art, which is hard to believe. But, so, yeah. but they had a box at Mavericks. So I was flipping through, and there's this little stack of young blood cards, and I flipped through, and I was like, ah, these all look familiar. Because, I mean, there's only, like, a pack's worth, you know? Right. It's like, I think I got all these already. But amongst them was a, um, uh, oh, what's the archer's name? I started calling him. Shaft? Shaft, yeah. There was a prism card of Shaft. Oh, nice. Yeah, I haven't got one of, uh, one of the prism cards yet out of the packs I opened. So did you, you take it? I bought it. I bought it for a dollar. We looked them up on eBay and, yeah. and, uh, people are asking 99 cents for them plus shipping and they're not selling. Right. So we figured like, well, I'll pay a dollar for right. it. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. With the shipping would probably be like six dollars. Yeah, yeah, I think it was two ninety nine or three ninety nine. So yeah, that's too much. Yeah, well, that's awesome. Yeah, I was okay. pretty stoked. Yeah, <laughs> I was very stoked. So I put it in like a hard card protector, right. like the kind we put our like Hank Aaron cards in, <laughs> and took it home. So yeah, that's that's probably been my week. Sweet. Anything fun going on with you? Not really. Uh, like I said uh, earlier, my uh, air conditioner uh, crapped out on me. Uh, I like you know every time I told someone, I was like, "Well, did you clean the air filter?" And I just wanted to punch those people because, of course, I fucking cleaned the air filter. Right. 
Uh, it's the first thing I did. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, they're just trying to help. Yeah. But, like, you know, uh, I thought maybe, uh, like, you know, uh, you could take it apart and clean it, and I thought, you know, I would try to do that. Uh, but I knew that I probably couldn't have done it by myself. So, like, I talked to my landlord, and, you know, I was trying to see if he would at least, you know, just help me take it apart, you know, and then I would clean it and put it back together. Right. Uh, so he's like, so it's not working. I'm like, nope. He's like, well, guess gotta get a new one. I was like, well, yeah, I could try to take it apart to clean it. And he's like, nope, just get a new one. I was like, all right. He's like, but can't do it until next week sometime because, you know, uh, don't have anybody coming in until Monday. I was like, well, yeah, I mean, because, I mean, it was, it was 90 degrees something oh, yeah. today. And I knew that I wouldn't be able to just sit around here. I don't think we would have been able to do this show. Right. Uh, yeah. If, because uh, as boring and as slow and awful as that movie was, could you imagine if oh, it was wow. 95 degrees inside like, of yeah. it? Yeah. Oh, we would have been napping. Yeah. We would have fell asleep before Fassbender got out of bed. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I was like, you know, I mean, is there anything I can do to, like, you know, speed this process up and, uh, you know, he's like, well, not really, unless you want to put it up yourself. And I was like, yeah, I can do that. I mean, I can't afford to buy one myself, but, you know. And he's like, oh, yeah, I'm going to give you a blank check, and uh, you know, as long as you put it up yourself, I can't help you. I was like, all right. Nice. So I went out Saturday and got me an air conditioner, and uh, I had our good friend Joe G help me uh, put it in. Uh, I mostly just needed someone to... Uh, uh, Stand outside? Yeah. Uh, so yeah, he came and, uh, you know, just helped me, uh, keep it steady and, uh, you know, uh, it's all good. That's awesome. Did, so when he gave you a blank check, did he give you a, a maximum? Uh, no, like I did some research, you know, the night before, you know, just doing like some price checks of, uh, you know, the, the, the size and the, the, the power that I would need, uh, to, to cool the apartments. And, uh, I told him like, you know, the price that I'd found for like the one that I was aiming for. And he wasn't thrilled you know, with with the price of it, but you know he still gave me the check anyway. Wow, that's awesome! Uh, but uh, then when I actually went to the store to pick it up, uh, they didn't have the one I was looking for, so I had to go the one next one down, which was you know cheaper than what I had told him. So, so you bought a couple of CDs and just <laughs> no, <laughs> some uh, some Jelly Bellies. No, no, no Jelly Bellies. Oh yeah, no. Oh, you don't like the Jelly Bellies? No, I do not. Uh, at work, somebody somehow brought in a giant, giant fucking bag of Jelly Bellies, and everybody's been, you know, gnawing on them all weekend, <laughs> right. or all week at work, and, you know, I'm trying to live a little bit healthier than, than I usually do, uh-huh. so I, I avoided them completely. Awesome. Uh, but then, like, Friday, you know, I was just like, you yeah, know, what the fuck, I can have, like, three or four of these things, you know? Right. Uh, every single one of them just tasted like ass. Just pure fucking ass. Well, they have some that are specifically designed to, to taste like snot and burnt rubber and stuff. Yeah, like well, I must have gotten all of those <laughs> yeah. then. There's like the Harry Potter ones or something. Uh, yeah, but, uh, so, yeah, fuck a jelly belly. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's cool, though. Is your landlord sort of like your maintenance man slash landlord? Uh, well, I mean, he he owns the building and he has a business, uh, you know, downstairs. They, they make, uh... 
uh, they they make and program uh, cash registers for businesses. Right. Uh, and they also do like some security work, uh, like you know security cameras and you know, right, surveillance right. systems. Uh, so he has like you know a crew of like five guys that work there, and so basically, and like there's like one guy in particular who's just sort of like, hey, you know, this thing is broken up in one of the apartments. Go fix it. Right. And like he goes and fixes it. And there's only a couple of apartments, so it's not like yeah, yeah. He's so he knows everybody really well around here. Right. Yeah. Well, that's cool. Yeah. That's awesome. <clears throat> and if anything, you know, he's just the guy that calls somebody to be hired to fix something if you know, none of them can do it. So right. Yeah. Well, yeah, I'm glad you got it because it oh, yeah. feels great in here. Yeah. I'd uh, spent uh, Thursday at my mom's like all night because she had to work in air conditioner and I didn't. Uh, but then I came back here to, to go to bed and it was just, I couldn't do it. I oh, couldn't yeah. sleep. Uh, and I wound up sleeping on the couch Thursday night, uh, just because it was like maybe five degrees cooler in there than it was in my room with a window open. Right. Yeah. And, and like the fans all directly on me. Uh, and then Friday night I, uh, slept out in the living room. I Started out on the floor, like I put my comforter on the floor and you know, got my pillows out, and that was super uncomfortable. So I eventually moved to the couch because it was slightly more comfortable. Right. But then, like you know, the sun comes in directly <laughs> in that window, uh, you know, at six o'clock in the morning. Uh, so again, had a, had a couple of rough nights of sleep. I'm glad you're back on the horse. Uh, me too. On the horse? Because I sleep on the horse. Yeah. 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 Uh, my oh. bedroom is actually a stable. I know you've never been back there. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I've, I've heard a lot of neighing back there. I just thought oh, you yeah. had a horse porn on loop on your laptop. Nope. Those are actual horses. Wow. Uh, I'm able to filter them out of this show so, you know, the, the listener doesn't hear them. Right. But, I mean, but you can hear them now. They oh, yeah, are clearly. Winning up a storm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Wow, you're so equestrian. Yeah. Well, Patches, I think he just wants to go out for a run. Oh. Yeah. In this heat? Yeah, I know. That's him. Um, keep trying to tell him. <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> uh, and then, yeah, the only other exciting thing was uh, we got to go over to Joe Grindelwald's house. Yeah, we did. That was awesome. We did drawing night over there. Yeah. That was fun. Draw a night field trip. Yeah, is that the first one ever? Uh, I guess technically. Yeah, other than like when you used to go to my place. Right, and then occasionally when I house it for my parents, you yeah, you come over for that. But you know, that's still technically kind of a place yeah. that one of us lives. And Joe's got a neat little house. He does have a neat little house. I liked it. Yeah, it was pretty awesome. It was a lot of fun. We watched some terrible Superman cartoons. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and some moderately terrible Spider-Man cartoons. Yeah. yeah. I think those are still more enjoyable. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's so much more you can do with Spider-Man and his amazing friends. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, but it was weird because it was a Superman cartoon from the 80s, and I'd never seen one before. And I was just shocked at how I'd never seen one. Uh, just amazed. And shocked at some of the names involved with the cartoon. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, Jim Woodring was uh, a designer on that cartoon. Yeah. That's yeah. pretty crazy. Yeah, it was awesome. And Marv Wolfman wrote some of the backup like right. skits, and uh, Gil Kane did like storyboards and was like a production director or something like that. It's crazy. Yeah. Well, I mean that's cool because you look at that and it's clearly not good. Right. But to see those names involved, oh, yeah. it's kind of exciting to think like, wow, they they did that crap and then they went on to do something great. Right. 
That's awesome. Or that it came from something great. Yeah, go, 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 yeah. yeah. Marvel yeah. Wolfman. Yeah. Because at that point, that was post Teen Titans. Oh, was it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. yeah. Was, wow. Oh, well. Yeah. You, you got to make a living. Yep. Yeah. All right. Uh, hmm. I think I'm ready to, to call this quits. Yeah. I got to uh, go home and make my lunch for yeah. tomorrow. Because this place, oh, yeah, this place has. In addition to uh, direct deposit, they also have a refrigerator, a, a, a break room with a refrigerator, wow, a stove, a sink, and a microwave. Wow, it's crazy. Nice. So I'm packing my lunch now. Sweet. It's oh. awesome. Well, I'm gonna probably stay up a few more hours and work on some arting work. Nice. And, uh, go to bed and uh, not make a lunch because I don't have food in my refrigerator. <laughs> right. Uh, <laughs> is why I'm probably always poor. No. Uh, so anyway, I'll uh, pick a comic book. I like comics. Uh, we'll uh, read it, unless you veto it. Nope. Uh, you know me, I'm, my finger's always on that veto oh, trigger. I know. <laughs> I know how sometimes you jokingly will just say veto and not really mean it uh, well, after I pick something, but uh, hopefully you won't do that this time. Uh-oh. Uh, yeah, so we'll, we'll read this comic for the next episode. It is called American Barbarian by Tom Scioli. Scioli? Oh, okay. Scioli? Yeah. I don't know. The Godland guy. Oh, that guy. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Is that, is that one of them their image comics? It is not. Oh. It is a published by Ad House Press. Oh, okay. I've heard of them. Yeah. They do a lot of uh, indie stuff. stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sweet. This is probably very different from all of the other stuff that they publish. Yeah? Yeah. Well, that's the cool thing about some of those publishers. Oh, well, yeah. Image included. Yeah. Yeah, yeah awesome. You, you are anti-image, but uh, whatever. What? What? <laughs> I think they're I think they're possibly my favorite publisher right now of comics. They should be. Which is crazy. They're, they're definitely the most diverse. I agree with that. Yeah. I totally agree with that. Yeah. Like, I, I think I like... Um, the stuff that I love, like, um, you know, like my top, top books are usually from, you know, either Fantagraphics, Top Shelf, or Drawn and Quarterly. Right. But I will say Image is still, like, I think they are the best company as far as diversity and, right. like, of good stuff in many genres. Right. You know? And also, you know, doing that and being, like, one of the top publishers in the industry. Yeah. 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 It's impressive. Yeah. Those guys got their shit together. Yeah, but this isn't one of those things. No. <laughs> but Tom Seeley has done work for Image in the past, so I can see why you would think that. All right, so that's the book. Sweet. We'll read it next week. Let's read it up. All right. American Barbarian. I'm done. Yay. Good night. You can subscribe to Gutter Trash at iTunes or directly at guttertrash.net. If you go to iTunes, please leave us a review. You can email us at eric at guttertrash.net or jason at guttertrash.net. For more info, you can find us on Facebook. Or you can go to seanborn.net or buyerbeware.guttertrash.net. Listen to our sister podcast, League Night, at league.guttertrash.net. Thank you for listening. Until next time.